We at Inner Picture Stories are delighted to present the IPS t-shirts. T-shirts that change the world. Not only does each t-shirt design tell a story and carry a message of light waiting to be spread in your life and to those around you, but with each purchase, you also get to choose the cause you would like to support where parts of your money will go. The causes that these shirts support vary from the environment to animals to those struggling with mental health issues, suicidal thoughts, loneliness and diseases such as cancer. For further information about the IPS t-shirts and about the good causes you can support, simply go to innerpicturestories.com slash shirt and take a look at these stunning t-shirts that can change the world. Welcome to the Inner Picture Stories podcast. My name is Jelis Vaas, your host and the founder of Inner Picture Stories, the educational platform on life. I hereby invite you to come on a journey with me. In each episode, we will dive into the life of an inspiring person seeking lessons of wisdom about life and the world we live in. Answers that you can take away and use in your own life. It's true that no one ever said life would be easy, but it's also true that no one ever said you had to do it alone. So get ready and let the journey begin. Welcome to the Inner Picture Stories podcast. This is your host and the founder of Inner Picture Stories, Yelis Vaz. I'm thrilled to have you here and to bring you our very first new episode type, the EPS Positive News Stories. These episodes are a collection of positive events that have happened around the world. Each episode focuses on a specific topic, such as positive news stories about animals, the environment, mental health, everyday heroes, etc. In short, stories that deserve to be cast in the spotlight. So why did we at Inner Picture Stories decide to bring this new type of episode to our podcast? Well, for one, because most of the stories that is brought to us is merely a collection of stories that tell about the worst of humanity. Many of us consume an overload of negativity every day and in the end, this does not contribute much to our lives. Secondly, while war, terrorism, accidents and all other terrors and horrors we see on the news are part of this world, it is an incomplete image in the end, giving us the wrong impression that everything is falling apart. But this is far from the truth. The problem is not that there aren't any good and positive things happening in the world. The problem is that we need to make news about positivity louder. So if we at Inner Picture Stories can be an instrument of change, let's be the change and supply the other side of the whole, which involves just as it does in real life, the positive. With that, enjoy this collection of positive news stories. In this episode, we focus on the heroes among us from across the world. Those watching out for us who earn more praise and attention. I hope it will lighten up your moods and bring positive vibes to your day and show you how many incredible people we do have in this world. Enjoy. Retired police detective prevents suicides by patrolling Japanese cliffs. Japan has one of the highest suicide rates in the world, 
Luckily, there are people like Yukio Shige, a 60-year-old retired Fukui prefectural police detective who has dedicated his life to helping people who are in their moments of most profound distress. To this day, he has prevented more than 500 suicides from happening by the Tojimbo Cliffs. Though the towering cliffs are a popular tourist location, they also offer an ideal place for committing suicide. Every day, Shige patrols the Tojimbo Cliffs together with a group of volunteers watching out for people who are contemplating ending their life. In 2004, Shige started the non-profit Kokoro Nin Himbiku Bunshu Henshikyoku or the publishing bureau for the collection of writings that reach the heart to console and help people with suicidal thoughts. Yukio Shige, who is also known by the name of Gatekeeper or Shoto Mate, translating to wait a moment, is a true hero and inspiration of just how much people do care about one another. A short but fabulous documentary has been made about him titled The Gatekeeper, produced by Field of Visions and directed by Yung Chang. You can watch the video by visiting the show notes located in the description of this episode. Paul Crowell feeds the dogs of homeless people in San Francisco, California. Five years ago, Paul Crowell was working at a doggy daycare and boarding facility that would always throw away their extra pet food. Instead of letting these go to waste, Paul started collecting the food and delivering it to the many homeless dogs he saw every day on his way to work. Eventually, the facility where Paul worked was bought out by a new company. And since then, Paul was prohibited from taking the thrown out food. Instead of letting it be, Paul launched a GoFundMe campaign in November 2015, hoping to raise money so he could continue providing food for the homeless dogs. Donations started pouring in from across the world, and to this day, the campaign has received over $100,000 from people who care enough to lend a helping hand. Paul took it one step further and decided to create Project Open Paw, an organization dedicated to caring for homeless animals in San Francisco. In addition to using the money from the campaign to provide food and care for the homeless dogs, Paul has even bigger plans to raise enough money to open his own facility so that he can take even better care for the homeless dogs and at the same time provide a place for dogs whose owners are arrested or sent to rehab. Paul is out on the streets almost every day with food for his dogs. While some dogs are regulars, others may come to him just once to be fed. In the end, what he does know is that these dogs mean a lot to their owners, no matter how they became homeless. Paul simply wants to keep them healthy, which in turn makes him happy as he gets to share his love for dogs every day. For those who would like to support or learn more about Paul and Project Open Paw, you can find links to Paul's website and campaign in the show notes. Bodybuilder opens his home gym for free to the community youngsters. Calvin Fortune is a 70-year-old bodybuilder from the city of Bloemfontein, South Africa, who has been lifting weights from the age of 14. 
Now, 64 years later, he is the oldest bodybuilder in South Africa, still competing. Besides these amazing attributes, Calvin has opened his home gym, where he still works out for 3 hours a day, 5 days a week, for free to the youth in his community. He spends his time mentoring them and passing on his knowledge while keeping them away from the streets, from drugs and alcohol abuse. More than 30 men and women come in every day to make good use of the weights Calvin made himself. In a video interview, Calvin says, By having a healthy body and a healthy mind, you can achieve anything in life. Bodybuilding has become a mechanism for me to teach the kids and keep them out of the streets. We have a responsibility to young people because young people are the future. People like Calvin are an inspiration to the world. He teaches us to stop making excuses. Seeing this man balancing his entire body weight on one arm is simply amazing. Check it out in the video included in the show notes. Calvin teaches the youth in his community that nothing should stand in the way, especially age. Aside from this, he is also a true inspiration for being a person who cares about people and providing, in his own way, a change for a more positive future. Firefighter teaches poor Pakistani kids in his spare time. Every workday for over 30 years now, Mohammed Ayub, a firefighter, has been teaching over 200 of Pakistan's poorest kids how to read, write and do math. He holds his classes in one of the city parks in Islamabad, the capital of Pakistan. How did this all begin? When he first moved to the area and was looking for a hobby, Ayub noticed a little boy washing cars and asked him why he wasn't in school. The boy explained that his parents couldn't afford to send him to school and that he needed to help earn money for the family. And just like that, Ayub found his new life mission. According to UNICEF, only 50% of girls and 60% of boys are enrolled in primary school in Pakistan. What's more, of those enrolled, a full two-thirds of the girls and half of the boys end up not completing their schooling. Many kids are not in school because they are working to support their families. An estimated 3.3 million children under the age of 14 work in Pakistan, according to the organization. Ayub began teaching the boy who brought along a friend the next day. By the end of that first week, Ayub was teaching 50 kids in the park. Ayub helps his students prepare for government exams so they can go on to higher education or get a decent job. Thousands of students have passed successfully under his tutelage. Ayub is nearing retirement from the fire department and is planning to make the school his full-time job. His ultimate hope is to build a real school of brick and mortar where he can continue to teach. What an astonishing man of inspiration. And again, another instrument of good hope for our future. Surgeon treats patients regardless of their ability to pay. In certain countries like the US, healthcare is expensive. For some people living under difficult circumstances, it can even be impossible to afford. 
For 20 years, Dr. Daniel Ivankovic worked at Cook Country Hospital, watching how patients who couldn't afford healthcare got put on waiting lists for two years for problems such as back, knee, and hip pain, and an average of five years waiting for joint replacements. At one point, Dr. Daniel said enough is enough, and in 2010, co-founded the non-profit organization One Patient Global Health Initiative. Through the organization, he was able to open three clinics in Chicago and treat more than 100,000 people, whether they could pay or not. In July 2015, CNN named Dr. Daniel one of its top 10 CNN heroes. It's a spotlight of recognition this man more than deserves for helping and saving so many lives every day. In 2016, Dr. Daniel gave an inspiring and heartwarming TEDx talk at Northwestern University entitled Transforming Chicago, One Patient at a Time. You can watch the talk, like all the other videos, in the show notes of this episode. Teen uses her babysitting money to start an orphanage and school in Nepal. Let us end this episode with one last inspiring true hero story about Maggie Doyne. Before going off to college, Maggie took a backpacking trip around the world. One of the many countries she visited was Nepal. There, her entire life changed, followed by those of hundreds of others. In Nepal, Maggie was shocked by the many women and children who were struggling to survive the aftermath of a decade-long civil war. One girl, a six-year-old named Hima, was barely surviving on the few rupees she earned by breaking stones in a dry riverbed and selling them. Hima's situation challenged Maggie to do something. She called her parents and asked them to wire her the $5,000 she had earned from babysitting. With her money and more funds from supporters worldwide, Maggie purchased land in Kopila Valley in 2007 and worked with the local community to build the Kopila Valley Children's Home and fund the Blink Now Foundation. The story doesn't end there. In 2010, Maggie opened the Kopila Valley School, which today provides education along with healthcare and food to more than 380 students. The center employs around 50 Nepalis, including teachers, staff, a principal, a vice principal, a health administrator, a counselor, and a health technician. The year after, in 2011, the Kopila Valley Health Clinic opened in partnership with the Kopila Valley School. This community health clinic offers essential primary care, dental care and mental health services to the Kopila Valley children as well to the larger circuit community. In 2013, the Kupila Valley Women's Center opened, providing literacy and vocational skills training to the women of Surkit. Furthermore, in 2017, the Kupila Valley Big Sisters Home opened to provide a safe environment for the most at-risk young female students of Kupila Valley School. It is a home to 10 girls and offers a community of counseling, love and support as they are prepared to reintegrate with their biological families or guardians. 
Today, Doin and her team are working to build a new campus that will replace the existing Copila Valley campus down the road. A team of engineers, architects, developers and environmental experts are using sustainable and green techniques to build the school. Currently, the new campus has a working farm and fruit nursery that supplies food products to the Kupila Valley School and Kupila Valley Children's Home. It's funny and incredible how fast and dramatic our lives can take a different path and to see the dramatic improvements in positive change we human beings can accomplish together in this world. Now we run up our first episode of the EPS Positive News Stories. Thank you dearly for being a part of positive change in the world. Just by listening to something positive and inspiring instead of negative, you are helping to bring change to this world. You exhale what you inhale, you give what you receive. In the show notes located in the description of this episode, you can find photos, videos and additional resource links to these stories. Also, come and join the conversation in the show notes on Inner Picture Stories and let us know which story you liked the most. Thank you for spending some time with me here on the Inner Picture Stories podcast. We hope to have you join us on another episode another adventure. Until then, this is your host, Yelis Vaz, signing off.